out-train a bad diet. Yes, that's very true. You cannot out-train a bad diet because everything that you are putting into you uh, will show externally, <laughs> one way or, or another. And so, um, <clears throat> excuse me, when you just eat a bunch of crap all the time but you're training really hard, you're not going to get the best results um, because you can't out-train it. Yeah, so our whole metabolism is just run off of energy, right? It's how fast your cells can perform their function. It's email day. Welcome back to another rep. My name is Steve Hagen, and my favorite email answerer is with me today, Hannah Bell Hagen. She's my daughter, but she's also my scientist, my exercise scientist that lives with us, and we have great, great conversations, so... I love email day. I love email day too. Thank you for having me back on the show. <laughs> That's right. And so uh, let's not wait another second. Yeah, let's get, let's get to it. We got a lot of emails today? We do. We have a lot of emails. I don't nice. know if we're going to be able to answer them all, but we're going to answer as many as we can. And cool. so, uh, you know what? Let's go. Let's go. Back by popular demand, Hannah Hagen. She is my daughter, but uh, she also runs a fitness business with me, and a lot of people have emailed us and asked us questions, and so what we're going to do today is answer these email questions, and, um, but we're going to start with this premise, and um, this, this premise is probably the number one premise of all. If not, it's up there. It's at the very top, I would say, and you... You tell me with whether you agree with this or not, Hannah. You cannot out-train a bad diet. Yes, that's very true. You cannot out-train a bad diet because everything that you are putting into you uh, will show externally, <laughs> one way or, or another. And so, um, <clears throat> excuse me, when you just eat a bunch of crap all the time, but you're training really hard, you're not going to get the best results um, because you can't out-train it. It's going to show. That's right. So... Um, somebody emailed us this question about diet and training and all that. They say, I run and I run and I run, but I still look the same. And what would be your answer to that person? Because they're going to listen to this right now. So, Yeah, so running is great. I love running. I went for a run yesterday. Um, but it's also important that you mix up your style of training because your body's very smart and it will figure out uh, – the most efficient way to do things. So if you run every single day, the same pace, the same mileage, everything, um, your body's going to start to figure it out. It's like if you lift the same weight every single day, the same way, do the same workout for um, a long extended amount of time, you'll see results in the very beginning. But after that, your body gets used to it because it's built up the endurance, it's built up the strength for it. And you won't see as many results because you're doing the same thing every single day. It's just a muscle memory at that point. So obviously it's good for you. It's good that you're moving your body around, but you're not going to get the results that you're hoping for. Also, it depends on your diet too. If you have, you know, uh, a crappy diet or you're just not in the right caloric zone or whatever, then you're also not going to see the best results that you're hoping for. Okay. So you say crappy diet. We're going to, we're going to dissect a crappy diet. And we're going to dissect a good diet. And then you said your caloric zone, mm -hmm. meaning calories. So we're going to talk about calories. 
We're going to talk about macronutrients and micronutrients, what the difference is Mm -hmm. and why we need to know that. And then how important is it to measure all this stuff? Because I I do know this, when when you measure something, it matters. Mm -hmm. And if it matters, when you measure it, it changes. It, it can it can change for the better or the worse, but mm-hmm. we're we're measuring things to make sure that this change is for the better. Mm-hmm. And so let's just start at the beginning. Welcome to the show. Thank you. <laughs> Glad to be back. I love having you on, and so does everybody else because they they email in a bunch of questions. So what in your um, mind constitutes a crappy, you said crappy diet, bad diet, mm-hmm. because we started out this whole conversation saying you can't out train a bad diet or a mm-hmm. crappy diet. So, um, I'm training every day. What's a crappy diet? So there's a lot of different forms of crappy diets. So, um, one of the forms could be that you are, eating enough calories but you're not eating the right kind of calories right you're eating a lot of processed foods not a whole lot of fresh uh single ingredient foods so that makes a huge difference in just putting inflammation into your body um another form of a crappy diet could be that you are um, oh let me stop you right there so you said putting a lot of inflammation into Mm -hmm. my body what you know you're you're saying crappy foods inflammation what what kind of food puts inflammation into my body? So processed foods put a ton of inflammation into your body just because they have so many different uh, additives and things that our bodies aren't naturally meant to process. The chemicals right? that we can't even read when we read exactly. the package. <laughs> exactly, which is a huge thing. If you're trying to really um, get in shape and get in the best shape of your life, um, or just you want to feel good again because so many times we eat the very highly processed um, diet and we don't feel good anymore. So if you can eliminate a lot of those processed foods where they have a ton of different additives in it uh, that we don't even know what the heck they are, then it will really help clean up your diet a lot more um, and get rid of a lot of that inflammation because inflammation is our body's reaction to something, right? Uh, it's holding on to fluids or it's holding on to um, just different stuff and we need to get rid of it so if you can go back to eating how we were originally meant to eat by eating single ingredient foods knowing exactly what's in your food that's why I'm a huge advocate of eating homemade eating um, you know making your food so you know exactly what's going into it uh, then that step number one will help you a ton yeah so we so when you do that, then how how does a normal guy like me or anybody else listening to this show count calories? And how, I mean, I, I know there's an app, MyFitnessPal mm-hmm. and, and that. So um, why is it important to count calories? And then we're going to break that down into, uh, break those calories down into macro nutrition, macronutrients. Mm-hmm. And what is that all about? Because... You know, it starts to get scientific and because our bodies are science, right? Mm-hmm. And everything we put into our body turns into a chemical reaction, good or bad. Like you just said, it could turn yeah. into inflammation or it could turn into energy. Mm-hmm. So um, let's just talk about calories and good calories, bad calories, the importance of counting calories, mm-hmm. and what that does to ultimately what does it do to our metabolism? 
Yeah, so our whole metabolism is just run off of energy, right? It's how fast your cells can perform their functions. So if you're able to feed them and fuel them with foods that are going to boost your metabolism, so that means, you know, uh, fresh ingredients, non-processed foods, you know, lots of fruits and vegetables, grass-fed meats, pasture-raised eggs and chickens, um, just trying to eliminate as many antibiotics that are in hormones that are used in animal products, as well as chemicals that are used in plants and that they put in processed foods. Um, that'll make a huge difference. And with that being said, we go into calories, which was another form of like the crappy diet that I was talking about earlier. It's important to know that you are in the correct caloric zone because a lot of people will eat very few calories. Like a lot of people will come to me and they'll be like, hey, I've been running like six days a week and I'm eating, eating in a calorie deficit, but I don't know why I'm not losing weight. And so then I'll go in and I'll look at their calories and they're very, very low in calories, like 1,200 calories. And that's not sufficient for running six miles a day or lifting weights or whatever because your body will go into this mode of trying to conserve energy. And so it'll actually hold on to fat. So that's why it's super important, at least in the beginning, to track your calories and know exactly how many you need and uh, what foods you need to eat in order to get there and run most efficiently. So how do you know uh, how many calories you need? How do I know I need 2,000 calories a day or mm -hmm. 2,400 calories a day? How, yeah. how do I know that? So there's a lot of different uh, formulas that you can use. One of the easiest formulas you can use is like taking your body weight and multiplying it by, say you want to lose weight. You can be like, this is my current body weight right now, and then multiply it by 12. And then that'll give you your calories for the day. Say you want to maintain, you can multiply it by 15, and that'll give you your calories for the day. There's obviously much more scientific, like in-depth ways of doing it. But for the average person, that's like the easiest way to do it. And it's, it's effective because I've used it on and people. That, I've used it on my own self, and it works. pretty much across all ages and all. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. So that kind of gives you your caloric zone that you want to be in. Uh-huh. So like for me, I want to weigh, you know, 195 pounds. Mm -hmm. And so I put in my body weight and then I times that by uh, 15, you said, to, to maintain. Yeah. So if you wanted to maintain, you want to be 195 pounds? Yeah. 195 times 15 equals UBE. Around 2,925 calories a day to maintain 195 yeah. um, pounds. But you have to also include your uh, weight training and your cardio training and everything with that um, in order to keep that lean physique. Yeah, okay. Yeah. If you don't do anything and you eat that much, then it's not going to be that great. <laughs> yeah, no, no. Because then it just turns into uh, eating. Yeah, yeah. You know. I always look at it like your metabolism is like putting fuel on a fire. Mm -hmm. And so if you put, um, you know, just bad fuel on a fire, it won't burn as well as effectively or as efficiently or as long. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, you know, that that's how I look at it. Um, let's talk about macros. What are, what is macros? What are macros and... So you have three macros. Macros are macronutrient, 
ah, sorry, macronutrients, and they are the largest nutrients in our diet. So there's three of them. We have our protein, our fat, and our carbohydrates. Okay. Protein, fats, and carbohydrates. Mm-hmm. All right. Perfect. So let's, let's pick up from there. Proteins. Talk about proteins. We're going to talk about each three of these. So mm-hmm. let's talk a little bit about proteins, fats, and carbohydrates mm-hmm. and how they affect our metabolism and um, why they're so important. Yeah. So protein is the building blocks of your muscles. So protein is super important. It's also important for your metabolism. Um, all three of them are really important for your metabolism. But a lot of your cells run off of um, proteins. And so protein is super important, especially if you're training. Your muscles are like a rope. And so when you put tension on a rope and the rope's not strong enough, it'll start to break. And so what you need to do is like get a weaver or someone to come in and rebuild the rope so then it can be stronger and have more threads for the next time. So that's the same thing with protein and muscle strength. So when you strength train, your muscles start to break down, they get torn up, and that's why you get sore. And so, um, because they're made out of these uh, striations and stuff. And so what your protein does when you, this is why you eat a protein shake, like after you work out or whatever, is it goes in and it rebuilds those uh, muscle strands and muscle striations and stuff and makes them stronger for the next time. So then the next time, you'll be able to go in and lift that same amount of weight, but you won't be quite as sore the next time, or you'll be able to lift more weight. And um, so that's kind of what protein does, is it it just goes in and it rebuilds your muscle to where you can start getting some nice muscle tone on you. And the more muscle that you can have, the higher your metabolism starts to kick. So how many proteins do I know I need a day? How many grams of proteins do I need? I'm going to ask you this about fats Mm -hmm. and carbs as well. So, Mm -hmm. you know, I'm trying to lean up Mm -hmm. and I'm, I'm, uh, I need to know how how do I, what's the equation for all that? Yeah. So protein, you basically want, um, somewhere around 30% of your diet to be protein. Uh, it's like 30 to 35% protein. So that's usually equates to about a gram of protein per pound of goal body weight. So say you want to be 195 pounds, right. you're going to eat 195 grams of protein. Okay. If you want to be 140 gra- pounds, then you're going to eat 140 grams of protein. So if I weigh, I mean, hypothetically, if I weigh 350 pounds mm-hmm. and I want to weigh 195 pounds, mm-hmm. I got to I gotta do my body weight index times 12 Right, to yeah, lose you could even put it a little bit lower, like 10. I wouldn't go below 10, but I'd maybe even put it at 10 just because you can afford to go in a greater deficit. Okay. Um, so maybe like start at 12 and then drop it down to like 10 afterwards. Um, and then once you really start to get the ball rolling, obviously your deficit is going to change as you start losing weight. Um, and then, but then how many proteins do I eat? I'm 350 mm-hmm. and I want to, I want to weigh 195 pounds. Yeah, so um, if you want to weigh 195 pounds, I'd usually, usually people that are that overweight don't eat nearly enough protein. Mm-hmm. Um, so usually I'll start them at like 160, 170, just kind of get them into it. And usually it takes about a month to for them to figure out how to eat it. It took me a while to figure out how to eat protein because 
it's just not something we do right. normally in the American diet. We don't eat a hundred and something grams of protein. So well, I lived in Italy for five months. Yeah. And I felt like I hardly could ever find enough protein to eat over there. It just wasn't yeah. part of the diet. Yeah. And um, yeah. So, so um, yeah. So usually, if you can start a little bit lower than your goal and be able to hit that consistently, which is going to take some time, unless you're like just a super stud and I'm like, I'm going to hit this every single day. Um, which is great. Plod to you. Um, but usually I started a little bit lower, like 20, 30 grams below. And then we work our way up just so it's not so overwhelming and you feel discouraged. And then what is hitting that protein goal? Is it hitting it? Like for me, Mm -hmm. uh, say, say my goal is 175 grams of protein a day. Mm -hmm. Is it hitting it right on 175 or is it hitting it within a range of four less or four over yeah usually i do like like a five gram um so you can be like between 170 to 180 somewhere around there i mean you can definitely go over but or go under you're just gonna have to sacrifice your other calories somewhere but protein definitely is very very important to hit within that five gram range okay so Mm -hmm. let's move on to fats Fats is Mm -hmm. the next thing. And there's, you know, there's this, oh, I don't know if it's an old adage or whatever, but, you know, eating fat is is bad for you. Mm -hmm. So what, when we talk about fats, what's what's a good fat, I guess? Yeah. So uh, some good fats are going to be like coconut oil, avocados, uh, extra virgin olive oil, things like that. Avocado oils, uh, bad fats would be like, um, bacon grease, not great for you. <laughs> um, your, uh, canola oils, any type of seed oil is very, very inflammatory to your system. Mm, okay. So when you go through labels, go and read through all these different oils that they use. A lot of times they use soybean oil, canola oil, vegetable oil. These, um, seed oils, bean oils are very, very toxic to your system just because, uh, how, process they are so like for instance canola oil is from the rapeseed that's the same seed that they use to make engine oil okay and so that's very toxic to our systems we can't handle that as a human being <laughs> um, so how, how many fat grams do we need on a daily basis just keep using yeah. me as that as that uh you know example mm, yeah usually um it depends on your gender obviously for a man i'd usually do around 25 or you, you could go as low as 20, but I don't like to. I think it starts messing with your hormones. Um, usually I like to keep it around 30%, um, just because it does start to play with your hormones. And that was one thing, uh, like there's a big fad going on for several years now called keto, which I'm sure everybody knows about. Um, but it's where you eat a very, very high fat diet and very low carb. But in doing that, fat is your third source of energy so your first source is going to be carbohydrates second is protein fat is your third source so your body has to work really really hard to take that fat molecule and turn it into a carbohydrate because your body has to have a carbohydrate one way or another so we're not emphasizing a fat laden diet a heavy fat diet like keto this is a balanced diet yeah Okay, so the third factor in this macronutrient diet, mm-hmm. proteins, fats, the third one is? 
Carbohydrates. Carbohydrates. Yeah. Okay. So carbohydrates, like I said before, they're going to be your first source of energy. So. And what is a good carbohydrate? <clears throat> so me. a good carbohydrate would be fruits, vegetables. Uh, fruits are going to be high in carbohydrates because they're sugary. Uh, versus like, so if you have an apple versus a piece of lettuce, like the, obviously the apple is going to have more carbohydrates because carbohydrates are um, sugars, right? So they're from your, your glucose and the glucose is just sugar. It's a sugar molecule. So apples are going to have more sugar in them. Therefore, they're going to have more carbohydrates than if you eat a piece of lettuce. Like a large majority of it is just uh, water and micronutrients. So um, making sure that you're fueling your body with proper, uh, what are they called? Carbohydrates, <laughs> um, is going to be very important. So you could eat, uh, a big bowl full of fruits and vegetables and stuff like that, or you could eat a massive bowl of pasta and breads and you're going to get way more energy out of like lasting energy and you're going to feel a lot cleaner and a lot better when you eat the big bowl of fruits and vegetables versus if you eat a big bowl of bread and pasta it's going to kind of make your system a little bit more sluggy if that makes sense sluggish. yeah it does so <laughs> sluggish yeah yeah so um so we're doing Proteins, fats, and carbs, those are our macros. What are our micros? Because people hear micros, micronutrition. You know, mm-hmm. we, we hear all these terms, but we're not scientists like you are. You know, you mm-hmm. studied, you got your degree in exercise science and all. But the normal person is out there trying to uh, create a lean body. Mm-hmm. And so... Uh, what is a micronutrient? What's the difference between macro and micro? So the macronutrients are going to be your your fats, your proteins, and your carbs, like I said before. Uh, they're going to be like when you eat stuff, that's going to be the majority of what it is compounded out of. And the micro are going to be your vitamins and your minerals. So say you eat a, um, what's it called? a banana, for instance the carbohydrates are going to be your macro of that banana. It's going to be a lot of sugar, uh, a lot of starches, um, versus the micronutrients would be like potassium, stuff like that, vitamin C. Um, I'm not sure if bananas have vitamin C in them, but (laughs) I feel like they do. Um, But something like that. An orange, your macro would be your carbohydrate. The micro would be vitamin C. Gotcha. Things like that. Good. Okay, here is another email question, and this is, I think this is a really good question too. Do I always have to count my calories to stay lean? You do not always have to count your calories. I went through a phase where I counted all my calories religiously uh, just to kind of see where I'm at. It's a good, um, it's a good thing to just kind of see, like I said, where you're at and then take you to where you want to go. Uh, it teaches you how to eat. But with that being said, once you're where you want to be, you don't have to continue counting calories. Counting calories is just getting you to a place. Now, if you want to continue counting calories, go for it. I know a lot of people that do. They count their calories religiously every single day. (laughs) But for me, I'm not trying to be a bodybuilder. I'm not trying to be a professional athlete or something. So I don't feel the need to count my calories every single day. I know what my plate should look like. I know what my body needs to feel 
optimized um and how much is too much and how little is too little so once but, you get but, to that point to, but you're to good. begin with but to begin with it is very important that you do track your calories and that's why like through um our programs that we do we always start with you tracking your calories through my fitness pal saying here's what i eat throughout the week and then I'll go, come in and look at it, be like, okay, here's where we are, here's where we need to be, and take the steps to getting to where we need to be through counting our calories, counting our macros. Um, and once you learn how to do it, and you get to where you want to be, and you're like, hey, Hannah, I know how to count my calories, I know how to count my uh, macros, and I know how to eat without counting everything, then you're good to go. But until you get to that point, I definitely recommend counting your calories because in counting your macros because it, because it is a very important tool in teaching you. Yeah, you need a coach. You got to yeah. have a coach. And we all need a coach all the mm-hmm. time. And this is part of being coached up. Yeah. Is uh, you know, nutrition. It gets back to what we said at the beginning. Mm-hmm. You cannot outwork a bad diet. And yeah. and getting a lean body and a healthy lean body. Mm-hmm. There's lean bodies that aren't healthy, but a healthy lean body gets into understanding these terms, mm-hmm. and um, and that's that's super important. Let me ask yeah. you this: This is another email question. How do I get shredded? I want to get shredded. Mm-hmm. You know, and what is shredded? I know yeah. what shredded is <laughs> with the email and stuff, but people listening to this. I'm just going to say there's somebody out there that doesn't understand what that means. So. <laughs> so shredded in, I mean, I guess it's just in what you define as shredded. But to me, shredded is like you can see your six-pack abs. You can see your your muscles and your arms, your legs, uh, strong neck, things like that is like that's shredded. <laughs> muscles popping out and you can see your veins. And yeah. Your just skin yeah. is tight to your muscles. Yeah. And there's like different versions of shredded. So you could be... Uh, NFL wide receiver mm-hmm. and that type of shredded looks way different from Mr. Universe yeah. shredded. Yeah. So it just really depends on what you want to do. But no matter what you want to do, it all comes down to nutrition. So nutrition is going to be like 95% of it. <laughs> and then the other 5% of it is going to be your exercise activity thermogenesis so that's just going to be the amount of exercise how you train and what you're doing in your training and how intense it is um that's really going to make the difference in what you look like at the end of the day you can't get shredded unless you count your calories right no you gotta like seriously manage your macros which is managing your calories Mm -hmm. and then obviously you gotta lift and train Mm -hmm. properly as well but Mm -hmm. i mean if you don't if you don't manage your macros yeah I mean, for instance, like, I went to school, I lifted six times a week, and was on a a push-pull split, leg split, and I was training, and I was strong, but I was eating really crappy, (laughs) because I was eating from the school cafeterias, and I'd eat late at night, and I just, I ended up putting on weight, and I was like, why am I putting on weight? I'm training six days a week, this doesn't make sense to me. And I'm walking from class to class. I'd put in, you know, 10,000 steps a day easily or or if not more. And it all came down to nutrition because then I went home and I actually started training less. I trained like four days a week and I changed my nutrition up. And that's when I really started to see results because I started tracking stuff.
Here it is. This is sent to us from John B. All right. What do I expect when I start tracking this stuff? Mm-hmm. When I start tracking my macros? His question is, what do I expect to get out of this as a result of tracking yeah so first of all i would say come in with like no expectations just have an open mind be able be willing to try new things um and push yourself to try new things um and also don't compare yourself against other people because everybody's different everybody's at a different stage everybody's body chemistry is different Everybody's metabolism. Everybody's metabolism is different. Yeah. So don't come in with like grand expectations. You know, you see the biggest loser and they're losing, you know, 12 pounds in a week. So don't have these crazy expectations. Just come in with an open mind and be willing to put in the work and it'll, it'll show at the end of, end of the process, you know, just be consistent because some people they'll come in, they'll lose, you know, 10 pounds in a month and then other people they'll lose, you know, no pounds. They'll just gain muscle or they'll start to lean down, but they won't lose any weight. And some people, it's just a process of resetting their metabolism, taking them from eating very, very small amounts of calories to eating a decent amount of calories. So that means we have to bring up your caloric or your calories by increments. And you may gain a little bit of weight in the beginning, but then you'll start losing it off once we reset everything. So come in with an open mind. Don't stress about the scale. Just stress about being consistent because that's where you're going to see the difference. Yeah, I love that. Don't stress the scale. Stress consistency. Mm -hmm. And I don't think, you know, I tell people this all the time. The goal, yes, the goal is to lose weight or to get to your desired weight. But you won't get there unless you're consistently doing the program properly. Yeah. If you're random, you get random results. Now, you may feel like you're getting random results to begin with, Mm -hmm. but you're not. Your body is resetting itself. Your body is resetting itself. You cannot, like you just said, Hannah, you cannot compare your body to anybody else's body. And you can't compare the way you look to the picture in the magazine or the Mm -hmm. swimsuit model on, uh, you know, the internet or whatever Mm -hmm. you compare yourself to yourself and you, and when you're consistent Mm -hmm. and you do something consistently well, you'll get the results. Yeah. I think this is also like we've trained like husband and wives in the past and like men and women have different metabolisms, especially the older you get. And so for like women, the older you get, the slower your metabolism gets just because of menopause and you don't have as much estrogen and progesterone and everything. And so your metabolism changes drastically. So you can't compare yourself to your husband because you're completely different genders and a completely different stage of life. and Or you may be in the same stage of life, but completely different body chemistry at that time. So that's super important. Just compare yourself to yourself, who you want to be, and where you were and where you are now. Yeah, and what you want to look like. Yeah. You know, I think it's so important to put that picture. I, I think it's important to cut the picture out of what you want to look like and put it on your mirror. Yeah. And go work for that mm-hmm. every day. Mm-hmm. And that gives you that long obedience. That's, that's discipline. Long obedience in the same direction. It gives mm-hmm. you that consistency. Yeah. All right, Hannibal. Email day is coming to an end. <laughs> so, hey, thank you so much for coming on again. I yeah, love having for you having on. Me. And um, 
We'll do this again. We're going to do this again real quickly because we got a lot more emails to answer. And um, But for today... We are out. That's right. We're out. Thanks for getting another rep with us. That's your rep for today. We are out. <laughs>